0: Hi, everyone. This is Becky Rogers, and you're listening to the Not Quite Super Moms podcast. And I'm so excited about today's episode. It's it's actually um, about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. About a year ago, a little over a year ago, my pastor's wife asked me to host a life group for moms in our church. And I've spoken a little bit about that before. But the ladies I'm interviewing today... Um, have a heart for women's ministry and it just speaks to my heart because that is one of the biggest things that God has done in my life in the last year and a half is really just giving me his heart for moms and um, I think life groups and connecting with moms is a huge way um, that moms can be encouraged and I know in different seasons of my life when I was lonely or um, just feeling really down, having other moms to come alongside me and say, you know what, I've been there before, that's a big deal. And even if you don't have a life group that you can attend regularly through your church or through a mops group or whatever, if you, um, Connect on Facebook or Instagram with different moms ministries. I think you'll find that there is encouragement there, just waiting for you. And as a writer and a blogger myself, I know when God puts something on my heart, I think, which mom is out there that needs to hear this today? I know He always uses the um, the thoughts. For me first, I always get a blessing out of whatever he puts on my heart and then I think, I have to share this because there's a mom somewhere that needs that. And um, so I encourage you, if you have a life group in your church for moms and you haven't attended, I encourage you to just try it out and see that it's not about judgment or um, just kind of evaluating each other, but rather knowing that we're all in this together. And we've all been in different seasons too. And whatever you're struggling with, I guarantee there's another mom out there that has been through it too. So I hope that you'll be encouraged by this interview um, you are not alone and that is really the the heart behind the Ruth experience and I can't wait for you to hear what they're all about through um, their own words all right well I am so excited to have the ladies from the Ruth experience with us on the podcast today um, I have Kristen and Kendra. Um, on the phone and they have uh, another partner in the ministry. It's Julie, but she couldn't be with us today. But I'm so excited to have you ladies on the podcast today.
1: Thanks, Becky. We're excited to be
0: here. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So you're called The Ruth Experience and I guess that was born maybe before your first book. But can you tell us a little bit what what The Ruth Experience is?
1: Sure. Um, we usually have to explain it. People, you know, a lot of times don't have any idea what that means, but that actually came out several years ago. Um, Julie and I were doing um, a group at our church, and it was for women, and we were, we grew up in, in churches where they would have like a testimony night, yeah. where people would get up to their stories. So uh, we decided we wanted to do that, except in our homes, and we were going to invite women. But we didn't want to call it a tea and testimony. We, we right. felt like that was kind of outdated. Old lady. Old lady. Nothing against the older ladies. But right. we were just like, we need to state this name. So as we were kind of praying about what to call it, I was reading the book of Ruth at the time. And um, I, was, I think I was making dinner one night, and I just it came to my mind of calling it the Ruth Experience. Because the the idea of sharing stories and walking with um, other women and, yes. you know, going with heartache and trial and grief and all these things that we all experience today, and then kind of seeing God's redemption and His grace and mercy through it, you know, for us, that was the experience that you get when you read the book of Ruth, and that was kind of the experience that we wanted to recreate for women as well, that as we shared our stories today, we would have that same experience of, you know, seeing, um, being honest about hard things, but then also seeing God um, show up and move in those situations. And so we started actually calling those, those gatherings in our home the Ruth experience. I love and it. So, yeah, so then when we decided to start writing together, our first book was based on the book of Ruth. Um, and so we called it the same thing. And then that that just kind of snowballed. That's what our blog called. And so um, yeah. that that has been kind of our heart behind everything that we've done is simply the sharing of stories and, and showing God's faithfulness.
0: I yeah. love, really love it. Really just
1: the idea of women in community.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. I love it. I love it. And I love that idea because, you know, um, talking to moms, they feel alone so many times in the struggles of what – um, motherhood is and and a lot of times it's just easy to isolate ourselves sometimes or to not share and to not look around us. We're so focused on what's in front of us as moms um, and just coming coming along together. I love that idea and I love the idea of, of sharing because when we share stories of faith, it does it builds our own faith. Um, when we hear others and, and to know we're not alone. I love that. That has been a theme just of the not quite super moms blog and the podcast and everything, just knowing that we're not alone as women in, in our struggles and everything else. And, um, I love that. And, and that actually brings, you know, the idea of sisterhood too, because, um, you know, moms really do need others to come along and say it's going to get better, or I've been there, or I've been through that struggle, or whatever. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about um, like, the sisterhood idea, because I've seen that that two of y'all maybe are have been speaking on sisterhood.
1: Yeah, so Julie and I, this is Kendra, are doing a six-week series at a church right now called The Sisterhood, and so it's really about um, you know, kind of bringing women together and talking about what sisterhood looks like within the church, but then the other piece of, the, of it, too, is how do we reach out then to others in our community, and how do we build friendships and build relationships with people outside of that? So it's kind of twofold. It's, it's this idea of having a sisterhood and knowing, like you said, like having people that we can be honest with and share our lives and our story with, and go to for prayer, yes. or when we need counsel, things like that. So having having a solid, godly base of women that we can trust, and that we know will give us godly counsel, but then also being able to then go back out into our communities and to love on other women who, like you said, may be lonely or need a friend. Um, so it's really kind of looking at both of those sides of it.
0: I love it. I love it. And I... I lead a life group in my church and, uh, just for moms. And I feel like, um, it's true. Like moms, it's hard women in general. It's hard for us to have the time to reach out. But once we do, we realize there's so much more there's, um, life and faith building. You know, when we get together, I, I know I feel rejuvenized just, just meeting with the women and, hearing their stories and sharing together so but a lot of times I hear women say well I don't have that or I don't have access to that and social media is a great tool but does it really I mean in your experience does it substitute for community and sisterhood in close proximity and in physical terms you know
1: you know I think it's it can help. I think it can definitely be something that you utilize alongside those one-on-one personal relationships. And yeah. I think part of part of it is just our, our own willingness to invite people into our home. You know, maybe mm-hmm. just one or two ladies over at your house who are willing to overlook your mess. Yes. <laughs> not mind that your kids are screaming in the background. You know, I think sometimes it's our own the vulnerability that gets in the way yes but I do also agree you know I think that social media can help and even something as similar as Kendra and Julie and I have a running text message conversation which <laughs> sounds really silly but it's a great way to touch base yes. throughout the day you know just as we have time and it, I don't think that that replaces those face-to-face conversations that you have because it's hard to tell things like tone and body language. Yeah. And you really get a sense of what's going on in someone's life through text message but right. I think it can definitely be a, a good way to stay in touch with other people especially if you're feeling lonely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah that's that's yeah. great too and I feel like too sometimes we, um, we have a hard time keeping up with relationships and friendships because life is so crazy and and yet just a text message I love that idea because just a text message can you can get to it later or you can respond when you have a minute or whatever and it just changes the it changes the pressure I guess level of of you know Always having to be in touch or whatever—it's not—it's not always about that. It's about just having a, a running dialogue or a running conversation, where you know you can touch base or reach out if necessary. And um, I love that. But I love that idea too of inviting people into our homes. I think it's a lost art today because we do have so much social media contact that we feel like we're connected to people. But there's just something about having somebody. At your kitchen table. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So,
0: okay. I, love, I love it. Yep. Yeah. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. So tell us about um, this kindness challenge. I know your recent book is a 31 day um, kindness challenge, and I love that idea. I am going to be reading that book. I can't wait. I am so excited because it just sounds like something I can do with my kids.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's a little bit confusing because we have we just put out a seven day kindness dare. Mm-hmm. And then the so this book though, Becky, is actually three hundred and sixty five days. So it's been oh, an entire okay. year <laughs> of kindness. But I know we've gotten a lot of questions yeah. about that. So it's a confusing the um, the kindness there is actually a free download that that people can go online and just get and do and it's sort of to give you an idea of what the year of kindness would be like um, or be about and so um, yeah the kindness there it can be done individually or with families I mean we have families so we incorporate our kids in on pretty much everything that we do, um, right. and we always up and so it's a great idea for anyone who is looking for, not only for themselves, because we really have found we've grown so much um, through doing kindness and kind acts, but it's also been a really tangible way for us to teach our kids about God's love and His compassion and His mercy. Yes. And so... And to show them in very practical ways. And I think in our culture, especially today, I was just having a conversation over the weekend with some um, with some friends, and they were saying, man, if we could just, if our culture, we could just incorporate some more kindness or compassion for other people instead of just assuming kind of the worst. Right. Um, you know, just how, what a difference that that could make. So really the, the kindness there is to kind of get people... Um, thinking about kindness and looking at it from from a standpoint of how they can do it with their families. And then, yeah, the book is actually the, an entire year of kindness.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is awesome. Um, and the book
1: actually came out of we, um, before we ever even wrote this book or had an idea for it or talked to a publisher about it, we had been doing um, Advent Acts of Kindness so for several years. We had been doing acts of kindness with our kids leading up to Christmas, the 25 days leading up to Christmas, because, I don't know about you, but Christmas around here was just, like, it was getting out of control. Yes. With our kids.
0: Yes, definitely. about
1: You know, and so we started incorporating kind acts. Well, then, I think after our second year of doing that, Kristen was like, I think we should do a year of kindness and Julie and I
0: were like okay I love it I love that I think that's awesome and it just takes a focus I know because my kids are the same way I mean every year it's like how many days till Christmas how many days till I get presents and just taking the focus off of ourselves and and looking around at others I love that idea I love it um wow that is that is so awesome go ahead
1: Thank you. I was just going to say, I feel like for us, it's really created some new traditions around Christmas. Yeah. You know, my kids look full of it every year. We have a little advent tree where you can slide in, flip the paper, and so I have the act of kindness written out on, you know, each day's act of kindness is in the little slot, and they take turns, you know, they keep track of whose day it is to get to pull the,
0: yeah. the paper
1: out. Yeah. We read a little Advent devotional, and then we get to do whatever the event happens to be, or the that act of kindness, and we make some fun things, you know, like baking cookies and bringing them to the neighbors, or um, you know, yeah, picking, picking out toys for tots or something, like that. Right. You know, Things that things that are make them excited about giving to others too.
0: You know. Yeah, I love it. I think I think that's really awesome. I want to include the um, link to the free kindness dare. I think that'll be awesome, and then of course the link to the book because um, I think it's one of those ways that you can make Christmas last all year long. Is having you know the three hundred and sixty five days. I think that's awesome. I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. That is so exciting. So do you know what's coming up next for the Ruth experience or are you just kind of still riding the wave of your most recent book?
1: Well, we are, yes, we are riding um, the wave of this out. Our book actually releases next Tuesday, October 17th. Okay. So we, along with the publisher, they have been so gracious to us. Um, Tyndale is our, is our publisher. They have... Um, come alongside us and helped us write a lot of complimentary um, things that go along with the book. Like we said, the um, seven-day kindness there, we just put out last week a um, a list of 20 free ways to show kindness. Um, nice. And we have some coming up as well. So we're kind of just riding this, um, yeah, so like you said, the wave of this book out. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of work to get a book out into the world. It's great. It's so much fun. Yes. But, yeah. Um, in
0: our focus. Right. So, right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and with the holidays coming up too, it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy time. But that is that is so cool. I am so excited. I'm so excited to read your new book and um to put that kind of stare out there. I really think that it's it's definitely a way to to change the atmosphere, especially this time of year coming into the holidays and everything. I love it. Um mm-hmm. Well, I I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. I think this has been such an awesome interview. I love the idea of sisterhood and moms kind of getting together. And it just, it really is the heartbeat of the not quite super moms ministry is just knowing that um that moms are not alone, women are not alone in that hearing each other's stories, I love it. I love that idea. And I think you you ladies are doing an awesome thing. And it's so inspiring to talk to people who have been doing this for a while. And um I just know other moms are gonna find encouragement from following your blog and your Instagram and Everything, So I so appreciate your being on the podcast today.
1: Well, thank you, Becky. We are thrilled to have gotten to talk to you to, as well. Absolutely.
0: Well, I hope that you enjoyed that interview, and I hope that you'll check out um, the book's that the ladies from the Ruth experience have written. I know I am so excited about this kindness challenge, even for my own family and especially going to the holidays. This is a perfect timing um, for a book like that. So I hope that you'll check it out too. Look for the comments. You'll find the links to their website and the ways to follow them and also purchase their books. I think you will be encouraged and blessed by these ladies and their ministry. As I said before, if you don't have a life group, um, think about starting one or ask your pastor if it's something that he's ever considered you know because moms really do sometimes feel alone in their struggles it's a very isolated job being a mom and um there's so much potential for moms to get together and when they do powerful things happen um when moms connect and share what's on their hearts other moms relate and everyone ends up encouraged um so, I hope that you'll find a life group or join one. And if that's still impossible for you, I hope that you'll f- connect with um, a ministry online, whether it be the Not Quite Super Moms Ministry or the Ruth Experience. There are plenty of moms out there who are sharing and encouraging.